BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing fantastic. Hope you had a great week, weekend. Don't know what you're doing. But um, I actually have a feeling about what you're doing. And this is going to sound really weird that I'm having FOMO seeing as I was in Europe for a fucking month and the amount of DMs I got from people being like, oh, you're in Italy? Oh, you're in Europe? Cool. But I feel like I understand how to go over to Europe and thrive. I feel comfortable in Italy. I feel comfortable abroad. I know how to do that. You know what I don't know how to do? And this is going to sound like some waspy insecurity bullshit. I see a lot of folks in Nantucket, Maine, Montauk. You know what I mean? I'm a gonsut. People down in Sea Island. Hilton Head, South Carolina, and they're all there. Just that's what they do. That's where they go on the weekend. Tybee Island, really more so the Nantucket, Amagansett, Montauk, that, you know, you guys know how I feel about the Mid-Atlantic. I've never understood it. When I lived in New York for years, people would go down to like Delaware. I didn't know what that was. I didn't, I never grew up there. I grew up going to Hilton Head and Charleston and, you know, doing stuff down here, going to 30A Florida, hitting the Florida Crab Shack. You know, that's where I thrive. I know that area. It's like me in Europe. I know that. But this Nantucket, kind of very waspy, Kennedy, we've all got compounds in the Hamptons is new to me. And not that I should have an insecurity like I wouldn't thrive. If you don't think that if you invite me to your Hamptons home, I wouldn't show up with caviar, two bottles of Biacon Simon, Brut Rosé, and a fucking good time, I can assimilate. I'm a chameleon. You know, you take me to a tiny fishing village in Greece. Next thing you know, I'm going to be hooking up with a boat captain making you dinner. You know what I'm saying? I do well outside of my comfort zone because you know what's my comfort zone? The world. But there's something about wasps 
in these areas like Nantucket. I've never been to Nantucket. When people go to the Cape, they're like, what do you mean? You've I've been to Cape Cod once. It was too triggering for my mom because she grew up going there. And that was a rough childhood. <laughs> every, every time I'm like, mom, let's get a house in the Cape for the summer. And it just shuts her down. She's like, can't go, can't go to the Cape. I don't even know what accent that was. She's like, nah, we're not going to the Cape. Route 44. I don't know. I'm trying to get in my Boston accent. She's like, no, Heather, that's when my dad drank vodka. We're not going to the Cape. I'm like, all right, mom. We won't go. But the, I feel like I have a little bit of, like I'm missing out. You know what I mean? Everybody just has a house in Nantucket. Who, who can afford that? And I know there's a deep eye roll. Heather, you went to Europe for a month. Oh, now you're missing out. I just, no one's here. I was gone. Then I came home. Everyone's gone. I'm like, where are you guys? We're at our beach houses. Where's your beach house? Nantucket. Where was my invite? Trish. Actually, a woman named Trish would never have a house in Nantucket. You know what I mean? Elizabeth. Oh, and Elizabeth totally has a fucking house in Nantucket. It's classic. She's the fifth. You know what I mean? Last week, it was Chester the fourth. This week, it's Elizabeth the fifth. You know what I mean? It's a lot of like, Liesel's, Shannon's, you know, a solid Irish name. But uh, I'm like, Elizabeth, no one has invited me to your house in Maine. I've never been to Maine. What goes on there? Everybody's just up, you know, in that little crescent, that little mid-Atlantic I don't even know if that is considered mid-Atlantic. It might just be up there. Everyone's in the Hamptons, in Nantucket, in the Cape, doing waspy shit, wearing gingham and madras shorts and a Vineyard Vines polo. But they're all somehow getting dicked down in nightclubs. Everyone's posting that they're in nightclubs in Maine. Guys, what is going on and where was my invite? Now, I know I'm married, but I'd at least like the invitation to get dicked down in Maine. Have a lobster roll in one hand and a penis in the next. Not a single invite from you hussies. I know I got a rich listener named Elizabeth whose family's got generational wealth and they've got a compound in Nantucket where apparently my friends just came back from Nantucket. They had kids, though, so I didn't go with them. And they said it was $45 for a glass of Rose, you know what I want? I want the opportunity to go there and say out loud at the nice restaurant, this is too expensive. No one's given me that opportunity. Do you know how bitter I am about that? Do you know how much that burns my new money taint? I want the opportunity to go to Montauk. And be like, I'm sorry, what? So you're telling me the wait for a table for two right now? Seven and a half hours? How long is that DJ going to be playing for? What? I can't hear you. I can't hear you because they keep playing that ABBA, that ABBA remix. That's all over Instagram. What? It's six and a half hours and I have to buy a table? Go fuck yourself. Like, I want that moment. No one is allowing me, or I'd say my best friend, Ray. Ray and I are both like, where, where was our invite to everyone's fucking summer party houses? Because I invited everyone to my wedding in Italy. Some of y'all figured it out and some of you didn't. That was an open invitation. You know how many people I ran into willy-nilly on my honeymoon? Shout out to anybody I saw at a resort while I was on my honeymoon. 
But everybody's in Montauk partying up, 20 people in a home. You know, everyone's cruising through the streets of the Cod, the Cape, whatever. Everyone's in Maine, don't know what you do there, and not a single fucking invite. (laughs) I want the opportunity to ask to see the manager. I want the opportunity to say, I'm so sorry. How much did you say the chicken salad sandwich was? $47. Go fuck yourself. I need that opportunity. I need that. I want to walk into a wine shop in the Hamptons and say, okay, I just need you to know. What's, what's your name? Maggie. Okay. Hey, Maggie, I'm from Atlanta. Do you know that this same bottle of very basic Miraval French rosé at home Price point about $23 at my local Costco. And you're telling me the upcharge is $73.94? I'll burn this fucking shop down to the ground on the principal. And then they're like, (laughs) Maggie, the wine clerk is like, so we've called the police. Are you wearing an outfit from Forever 21 from 2013? And I'll say, yeah, Maggie, I am. You want to know why? Because I... Somehow lost a little weight when I went to Italy for a month. And I could fit back in it, you bitch. This won't last long. It's about a four-day window because I've been back in the United States and I just paid $47 for a lobster roll. And if you think I'm getting bamboozled by your wine-up charge here in the Hamptons, you're out of your goddamn mind. You know what I mean? And I won't quit that bitch sesh like Countess Luann when she was arrested in West Palm Beach after she assaulted a police officer. I'm, I would never do that. But you know what I'm saying? From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, you know Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. I love Squarespace. I use it all the time. You know, I feel like we get intimidated when trying to start a new business or build a website and have that online presence. They're just, it's like, there's too much. You just want to throw your hands up and be like, this is too much. It's too much, Lord. I don't know how to do it. Well, go to squarespace.com, okay? Head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Honestly, I think Squarespace is awesome. They have all the tools there. They have e-commerce, traffic overview. You can connect all your social media accounts. You could have your Twitter, your Instagram, your TikTok, all of it all in one space. They have video blocks so you can put your your videos from like YouTube, Vimeo, you know, that and more. I don't know. Maybe you have an OnlyFans. Live your life. I don't know what you're doing. But they also have analytics, blogging tools, email campaigns. It's just, it's all there. They make it so easy. I can't support Squarespace enough. I think they're just an awesome product. So again, when you are ready to launch, you just head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It's a no brainer. Make your life easier, work smarter, not harder, and go to squarespace.com. Again, love them forever. I'm so glad they're a part of the podcast, squarespace.com. That's the level of privilege that I'm asking for to be in the back of a fucking cop car being like, I can't believe that Maggie, Margaret's her real name, the wine shop, the the wine shop owner in East Hampton tried to sell me a bottle of Miraval for $78.95. And then that's the video that ends up on TMZ. It's me speaking in a voice as if I'm a founding father. 
Four scones, seven year ago, this bottle of Miraval, which I could get at my local Costco in Atlanta, Georgia for $28. And then once they take me to the East Hampton police station, which we know is just like, it's like a chic, you got the shingle siding, you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's just like they've got the gabled roof and it's shingles and it's just really cute with a lot of limelights and hydrangeas in the front. And there's like one guy working the front. His name's Miller. You know, there's always a last name with the first name with the with the last name with the generational name. And they roll up and they're like, ma'am, why are you here? And I'm like, oh, we're all speaking the same. They're like, welcome to the East Hampton Police Department. What's your grievance? I'm like, Margaret, the wine shop clerk, trying to pull a fast one on me. And here's the thing. And that's when they know that you're actually wealthy. They'll let me go because they're like, you know, the only people who complain about prices are not cheap people. It's rich people. So they'll be like, oh, we know it. We know she, I know she checks out. She be, she belongs in the Hamptons if she's bitching about the prices. Because only the locals bitch about the prices, my darling. The people from the city that come in on the jitney, <laughs> they keep quiet because they're poor. You know what I mean? And that's the exchange of the conversation. So they'll let me go because they think I'm a local. But really, I'm just a bitch from Georgia who wants to be invited to the party, but is absolutely contributing zilch. No, I'm kidding. I'm a great house guest. I don't stay too long. Or I move in. It's one or the other. I bring expensive gifts. I'm a good time. I also don't need to hang out with you. You know what I mean? If you're like doing your thing, I can bebop around. I just need the keys to your car. And maybe like one of the housekeepers or a butler or somebody to come drive me home from lunch because I, you know, I drink wine at lunch now. So I'll be way too drunk to drive myself home. But as long as you can be available or somebody like on your staff can be available from the hours of like noon to 5 p.m. to possibly, you know, pick up a 911 call to either pick me up from the East Hampton jail cell or to drive me home from Main Street or I don't know, Montauk or Gurney's in Montauk. I don't know where people go. I've been in the Hamptons a couple of times and did thrive, but I didn't know where I was. At no point did I know like I'm at the Crab Shack. In West Hampton, I didn't know. I was just hammered the whole time. I just feel like as much as y'all were like, oh, you went to Europe for a month? I know Europe. I knew how to thrive there. But all of y'all, you know, old money cunts are just hanging out up in the mid-Atlantic at your generational wealth beach homes, and I've had zero invites. That's fucking rude. And the reason I'm on this tangent is I was literally my mom. Okay, guys, we're in a little bit of a situation. We're going to get to the voicemails in a second, but Robin's got to get out and she has such great friends, but everybody's been doing stuff with their families this summer. And obviously she thrived in Europe, but now we're back and not saying that there is anything wrong with this. But my mom went to Ross for less the other day, three times dressed like a fucking safety cone. Robin and I are very similar and we have two modes, full fucking glam. Or trolling underneath the bridge, asking you riddles in order for you to pass. There is no in-between. And I have tried to tell my mom she's been hitting the bumble hard, but she's in this weird space. And I don't want to speak for her, but these are just my observations. And I know she'll listen to this episode of the podcast in like six weeks. So it's okay. I have time to prepare myself for the wrath of God. You know what I mean? And hopefully by that time, I will be in Montauk or Nantucket or something at someone's compound in a safe space. 
But, you know, the other day she ran out of the house and she's been doing this thing where she gets like kind of like soft terry cloth shorts and then she cuts them and then wears a bright orange zip up hoodie and her Mercedes baseball hat because she drives a Mercedes, but she wears a Mercedes baseball hat, her wet hair from the pool, her bright orange safety cone orange zip up. Terry cloth shorts and like her Javiana flip flops and just tears out of the house. Like we'll be at the pool relaxing, have the music going. I'm like, look, through a cookbook. Mom, what if we made this tonight? What if we made ham and gnocchi? And I turn around, she's just gone. And I text her, I'm like, mom, you were just in the water 45 seconds ago. And she's like, I'm in Ross for less. I've been here three hours. I'm like, how did that just happen? Did, was there a glitch in the matrix? And I didn't see you evaporate out of the fucking pool. She just disappears and then she'll reemerge back into the pool and be like, I went to Ross Valles. That place is a mess. There was a line at the door. I don't even know what people were buying. I was like, mom, why do you keep going to these places? I know you're bored. She's bored. She's so incredibly bored. And I was thinking, and maybe I'll have some insight or if anybody has a great rental next year, obviously I'd like to go back to Europe for a while. But around August, you know, all the people with kids have to go back to school in August, September. But I'm thinking maybe the month of August, I rent a house, maybe Nantucket, maybe Hamptons. I don't know if I can afford that. Probably not. We are not there yet. We are new money. Spent way too much. You guys know I'm on a budget now, hard budget. But maybe my, by next year, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be back to square one. Ramen has money. I'm going to have her rent the house. Because I need her to be locked into a place where she can make new friends. There is not a TJ Maxx within you know, a 40 mile radius. I mean, if Robin had a hog and by hog, I mean a Harley, if she could and just buzz down like Montauk highway, I don't even know what it is called out there and make it to some obscure Long Island home goods. She would fucking do it. She would be in the pool at our million dollar rental and just, and you just fucking, you would just hear the zoom, zoom. She'd be on a fucking crotch rocket down the Long Island freeway. And then the next, she would just disappear and then reappear in the pool. She's like, yeah, I did a TJ Maxx. I drove four and a half hours back to the city to hit at a TJ Maxx in Harlem. Yeah, back. You didn't even realize I was gone. But I've just been at this thing where I'm like, we were relaxing yesterday and she just got, she disappears to a TJ Maxx or a home goods. I know she's bored. I got to get her out. She's got to make some new friends. And I'm not saying her friends now aren't great. We love them, but everybody's tied up with their stuff. You know what I mean? I got to get her out with some new folks who are going to expand her a little bit. She's an artist. She's not going to the galleries. She's sitting at home in her safety cone, orange zip up hoodie on the bumble, but not going on dates with anybody. She's now setting up her other friends, which is to me a level of like, she's projecting what she wants on other people, but maybe a little too timid to go for it. And I understand that. I understand that. But I'm like, mom, we got to get you to a new spot. I think maybe if we, we have a, a cool house in Kinnebunkport, Maine, maybe we can find her a boo. You know what I mean? We need to find old, old trust fund wealth, sugar daddy. And she doesn't need it for the money. I need to get her involved in some sort of like garden club here in Atlanta and like Chastain Park. She's got to expand because I, I swear to God, this fucking safety cone outfit with the terry cloth shorts and going to TJ Maxx three times a day is not helping her expand. 
And then it's up to me to entertain. And I can't do that every day. I'm working. I got to pay for the compound. So we got to get out. I'm just, if anybody's got even a cool club, like if your moms are widowed, and I know I keep saying this, but here's the problem. It's up to me to then follow through with the play date. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's a lot on me. So if, if you're in Atlanta and you got a cool mom or, you know, a hot dad, or if there's something, start DMing, I guess, DM me this week. I'll look for him on Wednesday. This podcast comes out on Wednesday. I'll look for it, but I need either a rental, some sort of garden club. Maybe if there's like an art club, I got to get Robin out. People who like fun, wine, who travel. I'd love to do, you know, a PKP trip, but only for women, you know, 55 and up. But it's my God. I said, Robin, we're not going to expect, we're never going to get invited to the fucking Hamptons if you go to TJ Maxx six times a day. And then every time she comes home, I've said this before in the podcast, she's like, have I ran into 10 of your fans? At Target, I was buying cat food. I explained to the girls, they're like, Robin, why are you in line to return the cat food? I said, because my cat keeps throwing up. And I'm like, I, this is not helping us. You need to be on the same page as me. I pretend to be fabulous, even though we know I am a basic fucking bitch. But what the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do to get elevated to a wasp party? Or even, didn't have to be wasp, lots of hard Hitting big time money bag Jews. Love it. Our wedding was mostly gays and Jews and Italians. You know what I mean? Love it. Every time I've been to the Hamptons with my fun Jewish friends who have a fucking blast. We just need the invite. We're not very waspy. You know what I mean? Actually, technically a quarter Jewish. We, we mingle. We're chameleons. You're doing Shabbat? I'm there. Is your house worth $60 million in the Hamptons? I'd like the invite. So would my mother. Have you ever been, you know, too much in your head, too much in your mind, and you can't get in the mood, and you're like, what am I going to do? I just need to, like, too anxious. I need to calm down, take a deep breath. There's this cool thing called Dipsy. And Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. And you know, we like that on the podcast. They bring up scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter what you're into and what turns you on. You can find stories about an intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. I know what you're thinking, Heather, explain more. So imagine you're like in your head and you're too anxious. Well, guess what? You can listen to Dipsy and it can basically get you in the mood in a different way, a way that you'd never thought of before. Because as women, we respond to things differently. You know, guys just see something and they're revved up, ready to go. But this is an immersive way to hear something that might become a physical turn on. Dipsy's smart. Women are smart. We think about what we need. Here's the thing. They have new content that is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat up things with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash absolutely. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Absolutely. Again, that's dipsystories.com slash absolutely. You know, I can't leave and go on the road or be anywhere or, you know, 
thrive without my Athletic Greens. I literally use Athletic Greens every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because they sent it to me, honestly, to try. And it's been a game changer. Jeff is so obsessed. Like, he started hoarding the product. I'm like, you know, this is for both of us. You have to share the greens. I love Athletic Greens because with just one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. And I'll tell you what, I feel such a big difference. I took my athletic greens today. I'm zip, zap, zopping. I just feel hydrated. I feel good. I feel like I'm putting my wellness before everything else. That's the most important thing, right? And it's easy. I don't put it in a ton of water. I take one scoop, put in a little bit of water, cold water, zhuzh it up, wolf it back, and I'm set to go. It's delicious. It's easy to take. It's easy to travel with. I really, really love it. Here's the thing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. And the end of summer, you know school's about to start and everyone's going to be sick again with just one scoop in a cup with water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. But I got to get her out. I got to get her in a new environment. I got to just get her somewhere, lock her at a new beach and say, spread your wings. But if I don't go, she won't go. So that's the problem. So if you, here's the deal. This is the deal I'm making with you guys. Absolutely yes to you letting me stay in your home next summer. Absolutely not to the fact that I know I'll have to probably suck some dicks, but also absolutely yes, it's free entertainment. And if anybody runs, meets me out, you know I'm a good time. I'm at Costco. I'm doing the damn thing. But I need this. I need us all in this together. It's like people are like, why doesn't your mom come to every show on tour? Because I then have to fucking entertain. I'm doing my job on stage. And then she's like, where are we going to dinner? I didn't make a reservation. You know, that was one of my biggest things on our honeymoon with Jeff. Every day at like eight, he'd be like, where are we going to dinner? And I'm like, what do you mean? You, you can make a reservation too. You can, everybody in this fucking house can make a fucking reservation. It's not up to me. But in order to get her out, in order to get her vibing, I can tell she's a little stir crazy right now. We got to do the full makeover. I got today is the day I'm going to go burn. I'm going to just go hide because if I burn, she'll never forgive me. But if I hide the orange sweatshirt and the terry cloth shorts, and I'm like, mom, if we go to Sea Island, like go down to the cloister, you can't wear that to the pool. And Robin has really nice taste, but she's like me. There is no in between. There's no like, I'm going to wear a cute cover up and a hat and just like be a vibe. It's I'm, I mean, I'm full like wearing diamonds, got a hat on the purse, the matching, like it's all got to be a look or you think, what is that cave creature that just emerged from the ocean? There is no in between. For her to make some new friends, a new boo, she's got to get out of the max. I'm spiraling. Oh, I did not put my phone on silent. Sorry about that. (laughs) Maybe that's somebody texting me, inviting me to their house in the Hamptons for September. And they didn't. Okay. Anyways, y'all hear my cry. It's a bird call. 
I just got to get her out. It's up to me to do it. And it's a lot of responsibility, but we're all in this together. I know we have a lot of absolutely nots, absolutely yes to me moving into your home next summer. And also that's great because then I could take rigs. The one thing about Europe is I can't take rigs over there. It's way too complicated. It's not. Everyone's like, why didn't you bring the dunk? Oh, if you tried to bring a dog to fucking Italy, Sharon, it's almost impossible. I don't want to fucking hear it. I'm not putting a French bulldog on an eight and a half hour flight in hopes that the country will like, have you ever been to Italy? They read the paperwork. No, impossible. No, no. They just throw their hands and like, no, we, we cannot. Look, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I need a place locally where I can take him with me. I'd like a summer with rigs. I don't know. On the coast of Maine experiencing a quaint little coffee shop that also serves lobster rolls for breakfast. I would enjoy that immensely. So please send me your VRBO listing and your hot dad. Okay. Anyways, let's get into the voicemails. We have a lot to hit this week. So many people unhinged and unglued this past week. A lot of y'all had technical difficulties while calling into the hotline. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Windows were down. We were on speedboats, jet skis, on the back of a scooter. You know, one woman was on the back of the crotch rocket going down the Long Island Expressway. Shoom, shoom, with my mom headed to a TJ Maxx. So anyways, just make sure whenever you record it, you're standing still in a quiet room and not in front of a box fan. Let's get to the voicemails. As always, you can call into the hotline and I want to hear from you. Yes, it's 800-213-7503. Again, that's 800-213-7503. Let's get to the voicemails. Hey, Heather. It's your girl, Megan, calling from Temecula, California. And I have an absolutely not, and I have to bring this up because it irks me. And it's that since COVID, you can just have anything delivered straight to your car. Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Target, the grocery store, anything you want. You can make some poor person have to come running to the parking lot and hand deliver it to you. And I'm not here for it. The other day I was at Chick-fil-A and these good people are making us the Lord's chicken. They're busting their asses in there. And then they got to run around the parking lot with your diet lemonade and chicken sandwich. And I, I just don't like it. Like these people are already working hard to get us the shit we don't need to begin with. And now they have to stop what they're doing to come hand deliver it to us. Like, if you're able-bodied and you're not, you know, with seven infants or elderly or disabled, I feel like you should get your ass up and walk in the damn store and pick up your Frappuccino. Do a little order ahead and walk in and get it. I don't know. I just, I'm concerned for society. Like, I think we're already a little lazy. And now here we are having everything brought right to us. So, I don't know, Heather, do you use the services where they bring everything to you? I don't know. It's just one of those things, but love and light. Thanks, girl. Hey, friend, I hear you. You know, as I'm sitting here bitching about my privilege, it is a big privilege to be able to just to roll up to any store. I was at Target the other day and I saw that. I didn't know that was a full feature. I enjoy going into Costco. I enjoy going into the grocery store. I get a high off of it. That's fucking weird. I don't know if I'm nesting. I don't know what that's about. I like to go into a store, touch the dips. You know what I mean? Stroke the eggplant, feel, you know, the hairbrushes, tinker tanker with the lip glosses. I love it. I like to go in. 
I think that if you're like a working gal, especially if you're a mom, like I know a lot of my mom friends, they're just like, I'm not taking my fucking kids out of the car, strapping them in. Then I got to deal with one of them having a meltdown because I left one of their, you know, Paw Patrol toys in in the back of the Honda CRV. Like I, nobody has time for that. So I think that's convenient. It also was clearly started as a way to minimize exposure to the employees, right? I'm going to throw this out there. I bet the employees fucking love it. You know what I mean? You're getting your steps in, but also you don't have to deal with fucking customers in the store. I get to, without being bothered by a fucking soul, go do your shopping, put it in a bag, then wheel out the cart and then put the bags in your trunk. And I don't have to deal with you in the store. Either A, trying to steal, B, you know, opening a shampoo to smell it, that drops, shits everywhere. Now I'm on aisle eight as a Target employee cleaning up your Garnier Fructis. I don't have time for that. Neither do you. So I hear you. I hear that you think it's making us as a society be lazier. I don't think so. I think actually as a society, we work so much that we're not even giving ourselves the time to go for a stroll in Target. We're not giving ourselves the time to go in and just have a lunch at Chick-fil-A or wherever you are or a Starbucks. I mean, Starbucks, we already know, is just like when people get there, their brains explode. No one knows what the fuck's going on. There's too many orders on the menu. There's too many things on the secret fucking menu. My taint's getting burnt. Starbucks is overwhelming. And I'm going to say something and they're not going to like it. I got an iced coffee the other day. Robin and I did a Costco run. I got an iced coffee and I was like, I know I can't handle the cold brew. I'm just going to get a regular iced coffee. Okay. And I got regular, like half and half milk in it. That iced coffee was so fucking bitter. I couldn't drink. My mom and I were both like, this tastes like literally what my Burt Grundle tasted like when I got burned there. The chocolate chip cookie was fire though. It was fire. But I'll tell you what, you're not thinking about the moms. If this is the, the curbside is for the parent. My best friend, Mary Beth, has twin boys and a three-year-old who I love and adore and they FaceTime me every morning. But I know Mary's called me. She's like, I'm, I'm doing the pickup at Publix. I said, I didn't even know that was a thing. You know what I mean? I'm a road warrior. Every town I go to, I want to go in the grocery store. I want to compare the peaches. You know what I mean? I'm comparing peaches state by state. Mary Beth's got three children under three. You know what she's doing? She's rolling up and having a lovely associate at Publix put the shit in in her car. She's got two babies asleep in the back. That's what you're not thinking about. It's for the mommies. You know what mom's day out is? Just driving around in your Yukon Denali with your sleeping children while you listen to my podcast with earbuds in because it's inappropriate for your children. You pull up to Neiman Marcus, they put your bags in the car. You pull up to Publix, they put a pub sub and all your groceries. You go to Starbucks, you get your horrific coffee, bop, right there in the car. Chase, you go to the ATM, bop, bop, you get your money. You could even go to urgent care, have somebody swab the back of your throat for syphilis and keep rolling. That's what that's for. It's actually a way to empower parents, specifically mommies. And you know what? This podcast supports mothers. This podcast supports women 
getting out and fucking doing it. And I'll tell you this right now. I know how difficult it is to put a, a stroller together because when I've been out with my girlfriends, you know, they have the fan, all my friends have the fans, pop, pop, pop. it pops up, you do one, two click and they're like, Heather, it's easy. You just hit those two buttons that say click here and I have literally had a meltdown. I can't figure it out. You've got gear. They can't just go into Target to get what they need without 78 pounds of gear. So while I hear if you're, childless, able-bodied, don't be a lazy fuck. That should be mommy's lane only. You know, there was this whole thing when people people got pissed. You know, when you pull up to maybe a Target or they have, definitely have them at Chick-fil-A, Starbies, you roll up and it's got like the stork and it's like expecting moms only. I love that. I think that's fantastic. You know, if you're nine months pregnant, you know what you don't want to do? Take your swollen ankles into a Sam's Club. It's a lot. Maybe you got to walk out the baby. I don't know. But I'm just saying, let's think outside the box. It's not just for lazy fucks. It's for big time mommies. And that's what we're here for. Women supporting women. I love it. I've been struggling with getting too hot in my sheets recently. And then I got a package from Cozy Earth and I'm obsessed. Okay. Cozy Earth developed and crafted high quality goods with responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth so that you can get restorative sleep. You need to curate your sanctuary and recharge from the comfort of your home. Cozy Earth is softer than cotton, okay? It's made from soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabrics. Cozy Earth is temperature regulating, which means it'll keep you cool and comfortable all night long. Cozy Earth has also been featured as Oprah's favorites on her Oprah's favorite list for four years in a row. They have a 10-year warranty on all of their products and a 100-night sleep test. That means you can try their stuff, their sheets, for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. Sheets are now available in five colors, white, light gray, driftwood, charcoal, and oat. If you're like me, you get hot in the middle of the night. You thought regular cotton sheets were doing it. No, no, no. Cozy Earth, which is soft and sustainable, this goes from the bamboo fabrics, just changes the game. Here's the thing. Um, Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, 35% off site-wide when you use code ABSOLUTELY. Doesn't get better than that. Go to CozyEarth.com. And again, they're providing an exclusive offer for my listeners today, 30 Five, that's a huge percentage. 35% off site-wide when you use code. Absolutely. Straight up, I use away suitcases and luggage every single day. My entire arsenal is away. Those bags have been to hell and back. I took all my away bags on tour to my wedding everywhere. Those are my road dogs. And you know, I put stickers all over mine so I know which ones are mine. I'm obsessed with Away and I'm so glad they're a part of the podcast. Here's the thing. Away makes suitcases, bags, and other travel accessories designed to make moving through the world a lot more seamless, which is a good thing because travel makes us better people by giving us different perspective. They have such an, an assortment. They've got bags, travel essentials. I have all the sizes. I have the big carry-on, the regular carry-on. I've got the big bag, the medium bag. I've got one of their duffels. Like I love everything. They also come with 360 spinner wheels guaranteed for the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports and stations. Like if I had any other bag, it would not have lasted me trying to drag it through train stations, schlep it upstairs. Those bags can take a beating and that's why I love it. Away is 
real deal. They're built to last with durable, lightweight exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. And y'all know what's happening with the baggage handlers. Anyways, um, Away suitcases and bags work seamlessly together and move as one. Away offers free shipping and returns on any non-personalized orders within the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Plus, there's a 100-day free trial on everything Away makes. Start your 100-day free trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcase and bags at awaytravel.com slash absolutely. Again, that's awaytravel.com slash absolutely. Hi, Heather. Good morning. It is the first day of August, uh, about almost 8 o'clock. Uh, Nancy from Cape Elizabeth, Maine. I'm literally moving there today. Absolutely not, not to my boyfriend and my decision to illegally dispose of our household trash belongings, whatever you call it, in a commercial dumpster. Yes, um, rightfully so. The property manager um, called the local police department, and um, yeah, he was out of town. This happened on a Friday, the X, and uh, we both went out of town, him to a bachelor party. Yes, yes, the weekend before we moved, you know, from one state to another. Anyways, had to go back deal with it by myself on a Sunday. Honestly, it was easier to get it done alone. But uh, yeah, absolutely not. Making decisions that you fully well know the consequences of, yet doing it anyways, and then having to deal with it in a more expensive and uh, time cost, whatever, you know, where I'm at. Anyways, love you. Can't wait to see you on tour. And love and light. Hey, friend, this is interesting you bring this up because we've been doing a lot of goodwill runs and getting rid of a bunch of stuff. You know, oh, how the mighty have fallen. I went from being on a boat in Amalfi to cleaning out my mom's garage. So I got to be honest with you. This is an absolutely not. I don't understand how trash works, garbage, and recycling is a fucking, it's bullshit. Jeff said he watched this documentary on essentially... It's like these big plastic guys. And they were saying how like plastics can never be recycled. But they just said that if you put stuff in a recycling bin, right? They just tell you to recycle your plastics, but it's really going into a landfill somewhere. But if you just put your stuff in a recycling bin, then it's like out of sight, out of mind. It makes you feel better like you're actually doing something. We found out recently that they like won't recycle glass anymore. So now Jeff has to take all of our glass bottles, which we try not to buy any plastic, but it's, you know, fucking inevitable. He takes all of our glass bottles and has to drive like 20 minutes north and then pay to recycle the glass. Somebody tell me how that fucking makes sense because it doesn't. Okay, but now I hear you on the dumpster thing. We've had that before. Like we get so many boxes for shit, especially when we're getting wedding gifts. So we had to like break everything down and then we have all this extra boxes. Jeff fucking, I mean, allegedly did a run. You know what I mean? Behind the Dunkin' Donuts. And he got yelled at. But I don't understand where, if the trash won't even fucking take glass and sometimes cardboard, where the fuck are you supposed to dispose of this stuff? Why has trash not been A, figured out, B, like none of this makes sense to me. Why can nobody figure this out? I mean, I've talked about this before. Recycling, how come we haven't figured this out? And then you know that we sell our trash. We'll sell our trash to Thailand. They'll put our trash on these giant, huge, like in shipping containers, on these huge boats, ship it over to Thailand, and then they dispose of it. We sell trash. Like, 
I have a theater degree from Ole Miss. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that like that doesn't fully make sense. I don't get it. Do you? Like, I don't fucking know. I literally don't know. But of course, you know, your boothang is illegally dumping stuff in a dumpster behind a local, maybe hardware store. They caught them. Police are involved. If you do that, first of all, absolutely not to the fact that nobody knows where to ever send trash. And then on top of that, I go to put the trash somewhere and then I'm getting arrested. You know where this wouldn't happen? The East Hamptons Police Department. No one understands what is going on. And I'm sorry you had to deal with that. And that's so annoying. I always, I get so nervous. I'm so by the rules, so by the books. I'm like, no. I literally was like crying when Jeff took, allegedly took the trash somewhere. He shouldn't have. You know what I mean? I'm like, don't do it. As if he was going off to war. Like, I'm never going to see you again. He's like, will you chill I'm dropping some like cardboard boxes off. And, but he did, he got caught and he got yelled at. And I think they took down his license plate. So I'm waiting. That was like nine months ago, but I'm waiting. And they were just boxes and they were cut up actually nice and neatly, but I'm waiting. But you know what? This is a bigger conversation that nobody knows what the fuck to do with trash. And recycling is apparently bullshit. We should still do it because I don't know what the other alternative is. But if you live in Atlanta, they just quit taking glass. And glass is easy to recycle. And, and then Jeff was like, well, it's too expensive to recycle. Okay, where is the money though? When people are like, it's too expensive to have clean water. Uh-uh. What? What are our taxes for? Someone make it make sense. So you're telling me we're just not going to have clean water in like 10 years, but why am I paying taxes though? Oh, I'm sorry, for the senator's salary? That should be a public service. And that is why politics is also bullshit. Everyone fucking sucks. Trust none of them. Far left, far right. Everyone's a demon. If you're a normal libertarian moderate like me, and you think extremes are fucking too much, maybe I'll run for office. And it's just my my others in the campaign of McMahon can and she will to be like, are is this enough already? No, it'll be like McMahon can and she will recycle glass because they just stopped. And Jeff is irate. He is such a big recycler. He's like, they're not taking bottles. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. But illegally dumping in a dumpster, then what is the dumpster for? Only that business? (laughs) Okay. I don't, none of it makes sense. I don't know where we're supposed to take out the trash. It should make sense, but it doesn't. Do you know, okay, and I know we hate talking about this reoccurring dream thing though, but so I had to move myself out of my dorm room. Yeah, my parents were like, you got this. And I remember illegally disposing of like a couple things. And I was on the second floor. This is freshman year. No one came to move me out of my dorm room. 
I packed my BMW 3 Series with everything in it, my bed in a bag, all of my clothes, my desktop Dell, because remember, my dad wouldn't get me a laptop because he was a software guy and said someone was going to steal it at the library. Little did he know the library was actually a sports bar, but I digress. And I remember at one point, like there's signs move out week in the dorms at Ole Miss. And it's like, don't throw anything out the window. I have brute strength. And I opened the window and threw a fridge out the fucking window. Nobody saw it. And I think I left it in an ivy bush. The BMW 3 Series, it was full. It had no more room. But I, I do have this reoccurring dream. You know, that dream that you're walking in to take finals and like your calculus six class. And you're like, I dropped this class. I was never supposed to be in it. And that's the only way you're going to graduate. And you're like, I haven't been in this class. I have no idea what I'm doing. I still have the dream about moving out of the dorm. Like I have to move out of the dorm. I'm the only one left in the dorm and I got to get all my stuff out and it's getting dark and I'm going to be left in the dorm alone. I have some major family trauma from a guest having to move myself out. You know, my husband's the same way too. We were talking about it. Like nobody ever came to move him in. We, he and I both like always just moved ourselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were always just like, all right, end of the school year. Let's fucking pack it up. But I have this reoccurring dream that I am in the dorm. The light, they're turning the lights off. And I'm like, I have so many pairs of gaucho pants. I have so many pairs of gauchos. And bobble necklaces, please. Don't lock me in here. And I just start throwing rocket dog flip-flops out the fucking window. It's 2005. You know what I mean? I always move myself out. Always. It was what it was. But they would always have some giant dumpster in front of the dorm. But it would say like, can't throw linens. Well, where am I going to throw these linens? Because I can't take them with me because they have a permanent fucking spray tan outline like a crime scene. They're done. They were from Bed Bath & Beyond. They started off the year hot pink and now they're blood red. What do you want me to do? Resident advisor. Anyways, let me know your family drama. Let's get to the next one. Hi, Heather. It's Pam from Texas. So I called a couple days ago with an absolutely not because I was triggered from your episode about the cereal pooper in the tanning bed. So I was sharing an absolutely not of a similar thing that I experienced, which was horrendous. And I've been stewing on it for the last few days. And I thought, you know, I want to put in more positivity into the world and more absolutely yeses. So I wanted to say absolutely yes to my husband, whose name is also Jeff. He's basically a shorter, less Italian version of your Jeff. We have two daughters and he's a total bro, total guy, golf, all the things. And he's all about like girl power and girls can do anything. And he takes them golfing. He with them. He talks about how girls can do anything. We listen to Beyonce's Who Rules the World Girl Song. So absolutely yes to total bros who love their daughters, who totally understand that girls can do anything and who are just all around awesome guys. So absolutely yes to that. Love you. Love and light. Can't wait for your fall tour. You're amazing. Bye. I just love that. I love that voicemail so much. Absolutely yes to an amazing girl, dad. That's awesome. And you know what? You sound so stoked and excited just, you know, in your marriage. You're like, hell yeah. I've got an awesome husband, an awesome partner who really 
pumps my girls up. And that's the best. Listen, that's the number one reason I miss my dad. My dad loved having daughters. He was just like, he was the best. He would always say, yeah, you know, every guy thinks that they want a son and then they have a daughter and they're just like, it's the best. It's the best. My dad was so, he would always say, I'm just so proud of my girls. And you feel it. You know, when you got a good dad and that's one thing that, you know, I struggle with a bit is like, I would love for my dad to see me thrive now. You know, there were so many years back and forth. Where I was just like, oh, how am I going to make this happen? And I'm in LA doing one woman shows and just hustling and grinding. And then when it clicks, you know, I was watching, not to make this about me, we should be celebrating your husband, but I was watching the Kevin Hart documentary and it kind of shows like behind the scenes and what he's doing on the road and all this. And he lost his mom to ovarian cancer. And he said the number one thing that just kills him is that like his mom never saw him perform. And my dad saw me perform in New York and doing stand-up and stuff, but he never saw me perform like what I'm doing now. And that hit me. It was on Saturday. I was cleaning our room and I was like reorganizing sweaters or some bullshit. And I'm watching this documentary and Kevin says, my biggest regret is that my mom's not here. She never got to see me do a show. And I'm like, me either, Kevin. Like crying. And Jeff comes in. He's like, are you good? And I'm like, my dad never saw my shoes. Like, <laughs> not okay. But it is. It's true. You know what I mean? Because when you have somebody, it's so important. People don't realize how important dads are in their life. When you have somebody who champions you, there's nothing better. And, you know, this is always a place where we giggle, but we also talk about our real emotions because that's life. Okay. You know where they don't talk about emotions? Kennebunkport, Maine. Because that's what wasps do. They don't tap into emotion. But down here in Georgia, we talk about our feelings. But yeah, there's nothing better than when you know, you get a good hearty cry out on a Saturday at 1 p.m. when all the rest of your friends are on a on jet skis out, out in Montauk and you're just doing a dust buster to the old, the old base of your linen bed, watching a Kevin Hart documentary being like, I'm a comedy mogul too. You know, just losing it, just losing it. But that's awesome. I love to hear that. What a, what a positive thing. And listen, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm a part of the beehive. I love Beyonce. She is iconic. She's an artist. I fucking adore her. I love her. I love her to death. But I went on my power walk yesterday and I'm like, I'm getting my steps in. I turned on the Renaissance album from the minute. For, you know, I let it flow. Everyone said, you just got to let it flow. Because I've been waiting for a moment that I could just walk and listen and absorb and do me. And I'm letting that thing rip. And I was just like in it. I was in the zone. And it was like a female empowerment moment. And I'm walking like, listening to that song, Cozy, where she's talking about just being comfortable in her skin. I was like, yes. Who runs the world? Not girls yet, though. Still haven't been able to figure out how to uh, respect women in the United States. But (laughs) we bounce back, Bruce. We're resilient. The bullshit that they put us through the last couple months. The bullshit. But you know what? Women are strong and we're doing it. And I know I have a lot of male listeners. And you know, I just want to say this. My husband considers himself a staunch feminist, equal opportunist. 
And he always says that in response because when y'all like, <laughs> y'all, Y'all are so concerned about what Jeff does for a living. He does real estate investments. He's not a real estate agent. He does investments. So he took the money he made in New York and then he goes and buys property and invests. That's what an investor does. There's a fan group on, on Facebook called Heather 911. And it's where people just like break shit down. Okay. I see the Heather 911 group. We were at dinner last week and these girls <laughs> are like, I have tried to look up Jeff's real estate license. I could not find an active real estate license for Jeff. So I don't think he's actually in real estate. I was fucking dying. Jeff and I are like two martinis deep at dinner with some friends. And they were like, y'all, y'all, everyone is very upset. Don't worry. Don't worry. Who runs the world? I do. But who's a big support behind that? Jeff. So y'all have got to relax. But it is so funny. Jeff's like, I'm just going to keep staying aloof because it just stirs the pot. And it's so funny. There was a whole thread chain of people trying to find Jeff's real estate license. He's not a real estate agent. You know what I mean? He could say he's in real estate and own the company that makes the signs for real estate agents. Like <laughs> That's an aloof term. But it makes me laugh so hard. I was like, you know what? Let's just keep up the narrative that you're actually a deadbeat. Who runs the world? I still do. Does he play too much golf? For sure. Have I become a little resentful and bitter towards him because he's not clocking in every day at 9 a.m.? Yeah. But is he a great support and he's doing his thing? Sure is. So don't y'all worry about it. But we were laughing at dinner so hard. These women were like, how they're just not got enough support. I cannot find his real estate license. I think he didn't pass the test. I mean, it was also the fact that y'all take the time and you're that obsessed. Honestly, I love you so much. Thank you for having my back. So funny. So funny. I think we'll have, and you know, I have a daughter on ice. You know, I have an embryo on ice. And if you're just tuning in, well, you didn't come in the last tour or listen to this podcast, but we have a baby girl on ice. And Jeff's thrilled to be a girl dad. Now, granted though, if we get pregnant and it's not a girl, I don't also need y'all coming at me. I had 10 DMs the other day. They were like, when are we putting that baby girl that's on ice in, into your money? Like, do you know how physically complicated that is? We are trying to figure that out. I could also maybe get pregnant tomorrow. Like everybody needs to calm down. You know what? I'm about female empowerment, but I don't need women DMing me. When are you defrosting your baby? That enough. But I will let you guys go onto the fan page or a Reddit thread and try and figure it out because <laughs> that is crazy but makes me laugh so hard. Like the more y'all come down on Jeff some days, the more it makes me laugh so hard, but he's an amazing, wonderful man. And you guys have to realize he considers himself a content monster. So if we didn't keep a little things mysterious, Jeff wouldn't feel at the end of the day that he's bringing you premium, solid, just salt of the earth content. <laughs> Some of these Reddit threads that y'all tag me in though are so insane. Like sometimes y'all be like, Heather hasn't worn purple in six months. That means she has an enemy. Y'all, I am not in a fight with anyone. I don't have any enemies. I'm a comedian. When I talk about shit on the podcast, I am talking and bullshitting. Also, side note, just a quick PSA. Some of y'all have been like threatening other people from my podcast company. Guys, I am just here bullshitting. This is our safe space to bullshit, okay? 
I'm not at war with anybody. I am Gucci. We are good. Please, for the love of God, do not conjure and stir some crazy false narrative in your brain. She she hasn't worn purple. You know who she's not talking to? Emily. Like, I'm throwing out a random name. Guys, it's not that deep. I'll tell you. If you come to my stand-up shows, that's where I talk shit. You know what I mean? Because I have a legal representative standing in the wing, a.k.a. the Georgia Law Lady. But it's not that deep. So y'all don't read into this. I love that you try and read into it, but it's not that deep. I am a very transparent person. But back to girl dads. I love it. I love it. Also, we don't condone harassment, threatening, any of that on the Absolutely Not show. That's insane. If you don't think I'm a 35-year-old woman and I can fight my own battles, let me live, bitch. I've been training at UFC for a while. Put me in the octagon. And by fight, guys, I don't. Like, I have no beef with anybody. There's probably plenty of people who have beef with me, but I don't, I don't know about it. I know that I'm sure there's other people who are like, I hate Heather. She is the fucking worst. I've seen some of the Reddit threads. People can say crazy shit. Really, y'all just have beef with my eyelashes, which is so funny. It's so funny to me. It's so funny to me. Listen, I'm in comedy. Everything is not real and real at the same time. But it is so funny to me when people get upset. Like when I was in Italy and I had two eyelashes left, people were irate. And I'm like, you took time out of your day to be upset at the fact that I haven't found a place to get a refill? Y'all, this is so funny. Bitch to me. DM me. Don't go to another forum for that. Because everybody sends me that. And then I read that. And then I feel sad by the ocean. And I sit with my glass of Pinot Grigio. And I look out into the ocean in my new house in Maine, Kennebunkport, Maine. And I just think, wow, I've made it. You know what I'm saying? But I love a girl dad. All of that being said, I love, I love other men supporting women. And also, ladies, we got to remember, turn to your spouse and say, thank you for being my support. Sometimes we just need to reiterate to them. Thank you. I tell Jeff all the time, thanks for holding me up. While I'm weeping with the dust buster in one hand. In the Apple TV remote in the other. Thank you for holding me up. And being the wind beneath my wings. That was not the actual melody for that bit, but we went with it. Shout out to Bette Midler. All right, guys. Uh, I guess I'll bring some guests back. Let me know who you want me to bring on the podcast. I've been trying to do some scheduling stuff. Everybody, again, is at their house in the Hamptons. So as soon as I can get everybody's schedules lined up, I will bring some more people on. Please let me know guest-wise. I get requests all the time. So if we can schedule it and make it work, we will absolutely get everybody on. But DM me. Let me know who you want. and Let me know who you love. Also, let's get this Chastain Atlanta Garden Club going. And let's get the house in the Hamptons revved up and that fridge stocked. Okay, because I'm ready to roll. In the meantime, between time, you can always call 800-213-7503, the Absolutely Not line. I will see you next week on the Absolutely Not podcast. I love you. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.